0: Question. that says immediately they're offended it says for the word's sake for the word's sake I learned years ago I don't live by was in somebody else's stupid head people can talk about me all they want to I want people to like me I want people to love me but I know this Satan wants me to get offended because somebody's criticizing my preaching Satan wants me to get offended because somebody don't think, doesn't think I should pray out loud at a restaurant. Et cetera, et cetera. So persecution, it says for the word's sake. To shut the word of God down in your life. You get offended, it says, you're shut down. How many have ever noticed you pick up an offense, it's hard to function in life? How do you know if you got an offense? Colin, I want to tell you what they're saying about me. That's not right. They shouldn't be talking about me that way. That's not right. I don't want to go around those hypocrites. I don't want to be around them. They're talking about me, they're talking about me. You know, it's kind of hard to read your Bible if you're whining, Jesus knew something about this. He said, I already did. You're a new creature in Christ. You've got a Bible, the Bible seed, put it in your heart, speak it out of your mouth, sit under the word, get that thing watered and your faith level grow up and your faith level go down. But do you see what it says right here? That affliction comes for the word's sake and they're shut down. But then I want you to notice in verse nineteen. In verse nineteen, uh this applies to more mature Christians. In this it says, and the cares of this world that's talking about worrying about all the stuff going on. And how many know there's plenty to worry about the world today if you want to? I choose, I choose not to ignore it, to use my faith use my faith to change things for my church for my family etc etc and i choose to live under psalms 91 a thousand may fault my left hand ten thousand my right hand will not come nigh me that's why i spoke about covid all the way through that thing guess what we're on top of it amen Uh, i think about the COVID thing i don't know about everybody else you know i i knew it was real i didn't deny it but i know that when we were buying a new house when that was going on we had, we had a week before we get in our house that I already had my other house sold. We had to vacate. We had a place up in Big Bear, Timeshare. We went up there for a week. As soon as we checked in, we started feeling bad. So we went down to the drugstore, got a COVID kit. And for two or three days, we felt bad. That's the last time we tested positive. That's all it was. You know, cause my confession was through the whole thing. Jesus said, a thousand fought my left hand, 10,000 my right hand. Not come nigh me I said, Jesus. I refuse COVID the right to evade my body. Amen. Amen. Then I hear everybody else whining and crying and blowing and snowing and everything else like that. I don't deny it's real. But I know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. I know the value of the word of God. I let the word of God work in my life. And so he says right here then, for this type of believer, And the cares of this world, deceitfulness of riches, and the lust of other things, entered in, choke the word, choke the word and becometh unfruitful you know why I know this talking to more mature Christians like a lot of you are because when you're a baby Christian you have very little fruit that in our church we have a lot of mature Christians that have fruit a baby Christian can't become unfruitful because they're not fruitful I want to say this again He's talking to a higher level of Christians. And this is not some kind of a bragging thing or putting somebody on any kind of pedestal or anything. He just said, in fact, Jesus warned us. These other kind of people, things came and attacked them from the outside. afflictions persecution. But now, get this. This is vital that you get this. The cares of this world, lust of other things, chasing after everything else and worried about everything else is an inside attack that's in your soul attack that's on the inside hard times are on the outside people talking about you is on the outside this is your heart now says entering in choke the word choke the word choke the word and becomes unfruitful and deceitful as riches and what I've seen in many many decades a been a pastor there have been lots of fruit bearing Christians and pastors I know pastors have went after money too have walked away from it all God wants you to prosper and be in health above all else. God wants your needs supplied abundantly. He wants your once met and everything like that. He wants you to seek first the kingdom. Put him first and then all these things are added. I've seen so many Christians. Well, pastor, uh, we got a chance to get ahead now. We got a chance to pay off our house uh, so you won't be seeing me for the next couple months. We got a chance to work seven days a week, 12 hours a day. And so you won't be seeing a lot of me. Well, guess what's happened? I say 99.99% of the time, never saw him again. You know why? The word got choked. And then, with all the political things we've had in our country in the last few years, I've seen Christians that were very fruitful get so caught up with the cares of this life. worried about this president, that president, this political party, that political party. What are they going to do next? They got so messed up in life because of cares of this life, the word got choked. And they became unfruitful. And so, for we, for Christians, we got to recognize these things Jesus told us. The attack, the attack is to always one thing. Number one, either stop the word from starting in your life. Or number two, if you're a good fruit-bearing Christian, you serve in the church, you're a leader, you're a good worker, you're really helping things to happen, he's going to cause you to get distracted doing other things to choke the word. And Jesus equated that to thorns and weeds coming in and choking the plant. And when that happens, you're done. The fruit shut off. And then to me, it's not a mystery why they backslid. It's not a mystery why they walked away from their calling. It's not a mystery why they're not who they used to be. They were deceived by the enemy and let things come in and choke the word of God. Because the fruit happened because of the Word of God. i say it again. You're calling what you're doing for God right now happens because of the Word of God alive and growing in your life. And so if Satan's able to steal the Word, he stole your life. The last verse we gotta see, verse 20, and these are they which are sown in good ground, such as hear the Word and receive it. Hear the word, receive it, and bring forth fruit, some thirty, some sixty, some a hundredfold. And so, for me in my life, I chose years ago the word of God. was going to be what my life was built around, not something to just fit in when it was something good to do. So for you, uh, this is the most important parable Jesus ever taught. I didn't say it, he did. He said, you understand this, you understand it all. And so from a young Christian till today, I have recognized in my life, if I start getting so busy that I'm not getting the Word of God into my life and I miss a few days, then whatever I've got to do, I get back to it where it gets to the dangerous level. Amen, 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 amen. Pastor Dave, you can't do worship while saying. <laughs> okay, okay, praise God. Well, I get, I get. I get to see that was the teacher's gift. You were saying right then, the pastor's gift has been transferred. But as the pastor now, uh, praise God, we can do it. Well, let's stand up. And as I used to say all the time when I when I was the pastoring guy, if that doesn't light your fire, then your wood's all wet. Yeah. <laughs> amen, amen, amen. And. You know, I, I, want, I want to say something else from the pastoring side to help you with. If these things that I said tonight just kind of sound kind of good, but they're not really saying anywhere you'd like them to, where you think, man, I wish I i wish I could be like that. Well, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 6, you see the scriptures coming out again? They're not in my head. He said, they that hunger and thirst after righteousness... They that hunger and thirst after righteousness, after the word, shall be filled. And in 1 Peter 2, two, he said, we're supposed to desire. Now listen to this, I'm going to tell you something that will help you. We're supposed to desire the sincere milk of the word as little babies. And so uh, we had eight children. And I know that uh, I've, I've had six. We had some before we got married to each other. But anyway, I've been on six births. And every time, I don't know what you've experienced i saw the doctor every time the doctors would stick they'd stick their thumb in a baby's mouth and have the baby start sucking and i remember i asked first couple i said what's that about he said we're checking to see what their mental development's going to be because if they don't have the sucking function function then we got some problems They so we'd see him suck and so it's a concern if a baby isn't hungry and thirsty so jesus said you hunger and thirst you shall be filled and so Here's the altar call. If you don't have that hunger and thirst for what I talked about, the Word of God, and you want that, come up here. I'll let Dr. Jesus work through me. I will lay hands on you and release some some anointing for you to start hungry more for spiritual things than natural things. And that hunger will be there because Jesus is the one that said, if you hunger and thirst, he'll fill you. Amen. Amen. And so that's what we're doing right now. If you want hands laid on you for that spiritual hunger to rise, then come on up here, we're going to pray for you. This pastor and I both. Yeah. Did anybody get blessed tonight? Yeah. Amen. <clears throat> let, let, now, this is an open book test, but it ought to be really evident. What was the master key in the greatest parable that Jesus ever taught? The Word, the Word, the Word, the Word. And so just always get this. Satan is the one behind the attacks on your life. And he's got one purpose. If he separates you from the Word of God, he can destroy your home. Separate you you the word of God, he can steal your life. Separation you from the word of God, he can steal your finances. As long as you are serious about the word of God, then you'll understand how everything works and just be able to praise your way to victory through whatever comes your way. Amen. 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 This is Pastor. You, we've got it covered. She's, she's going to lead us through our... Barstow Faith Confession.
1: All right. Praise the Lord. Okay. You're ready? We declare
0: that, that Barstow, Barstow is, a is a blessed city. Our families are blessed. Our schools are blessed. Our churches are blessed. Barstow is healed. Barstow is prospering. Barstow is safe. Barstow is strong. Barstow is surrounded by the walls of God's salvation. Barstow is full of love, joy, and peace. Barstow is full of the glory of God. Barstow is coming to Jesus. Barstow is saved. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Hallelujah. You are
1: dismissed.